Hey guys, just gonna do this real quickly and uncut and unscripted on the fly. Okay guys, so about a week ago, uh, Doug did a Dark Tunes, another Dark Tunes um, episode or, you know, video where he did commentary on a classic cartoon that he considers to be kind of dark for its time. This time it was a cartoon that I've been a fan of and I'm sure a lot of us have been a fan of for a long, long time. And all because of the way it's portrayed, and mostly because of the, some of the scenes we get out of it. And that, of course, is Duck Pimples, which is, I think, is a 1942-1943 Donald Duck short. And basically because of the fact that, you know, it's raining outside and everything, and, you know, Donald's just, you know, relaxing at home. He lets his mind wander. He lets his imagination wander and all that. To the point that we get what we do in the short, you know, with all this craziness going on, all these characters popping out of nowhere, popping out of the book he's reading, you know, things like that. But then we get to that one scene that Doug actually touched upon, and I had a feeling he was going to touch upon this, I think we all did, and that is when Pauline, who goes by another name later on, while she's looking, when she comes out of the book, she's looking for her pearls and everything. She's tossing everything around. And just when she thinks she's found them, only to see that they're just pearl-chained handcuffs that the detective owns. Instead of continuously looking, she decides to toss them aside, says, oh, bother, and then crawls under the guy's uh, jacket. She lifts it up, crawls under his uh, trench coat jacket, and then remains there for about a good couple of minutes. Well, at least in their time. In, a t in their time, I would say about maybe two minutes, minute and a half, mainly around two minutes, she remains under the jacket. And what she does, um, after, while she, and what she does while she's doing this, while she's under the coat, you know, she starts doing things to, that, as Doug puts it, makes it, is making the scene sillier and funnier because, you know, Doug points out that when she, you know, goes and does this and this kind of, you know, you know, acting like an extension, another extension of the guy's arms and hands, you know, acting like a, like a megaphone with the hands to enhance his shoutness for the clock guy. And then she's doing this, and then she's doing the thing with the glasses and the scratching of the chin. Doug basically states that the reason she's doing that isn't to make it make more sense, it's to make it sillier. Because the way uh, the short is portrayed, the way the storyline of the short is portrayed is because it's so trippy and WTF and psychedelic and stuff like that, and it's all coming from Donald's imagination, if you will, that all the characters are going are shifting focus from one thing to another. So in the case of Pauline, when she, you know, crawls under the guy's uh, jacket onto his back, crawls under his jacket onto his back, and then remains there for a couple of minutes to where you know, the two lumps they represent her just go completely flat and it looks like she's a part of him now. You know, she's been absorbed into his body. She's now a part of him kind of deal. As crazy as that sounds. Uh, basically, according to what Doug points out and he gives his insight on is what Pauline is doing is she's shifting her focus from looking for her pearls to making the scene funnier, to making it more sillier. And the best way, I guess, from a character uh, perspective that she feels she can make it silly, sillier from what Doug is trying to point out is by crawling up the guy, is by basically imitating uh, the guy's movements, like, you know, being an extension of of his arm, being like a secondary extension of his hands and arms. Like, you know, for example, when he's asking Donald uh, the whereabouts of the girl and asking, asking him to give her back because he thinks he's kidnapped her, you see her hands appear 
ab above the guy, like up here at the top of the guy's jacket. And basically what she does is she takes his hat, dumps the cigarettes out, or the cigarettes or cigars that are in to fall out, she turns it over and does a rabbit out of the hat track, uh, trick, I should say. And then later on, as Doug points out in his video, the next thing she does when he's calling for Clark to basically say, okay, you're not going to answer me. I, I know of a way to get you to answer. answer. And he's calling for the Clark guy. You know, his arms are down like this, but yet her arm comes shooting straight out and it does this. And then it imitates his come hither thing with his finger. And she does the same thing with hers to get Clark's attention. So, so then later on after that, following that, after Clark shows up, what is... What, what do we see afterwards? We see her basically continuing to make the scene seem sillier and act like the second extension of the detective's body by acting like that second pair of arms and hands by putting the glasses onto his, onto his nose like this, onto his face like that, and then scratching his chin in, and then while he's reading off the card that he's taken from the Clark guy. I... Because you see the hand go like this after it does, after it uh, puts the glasses, the glasses on the face, and then you see the chin just, you know, the hand on the other hand on the chin while he's talking, acting like she's a part of him. She's making the, she's basically making, as Doug says, the scene a lot more sillier. And the reason I bring this up real quickly before I clock in is, this is something that stuck with me, and I'm sure it stuck with a lot of people for a long time because it's like, you know. I mean, we understand it's a scene, you know, and even Doug mentions it. It's a scene to make, it's just, it's put in there, it's put into the short to make things, to kind of, kind of lighten the mood a little bit, make it more funnier, because it is a dark tune, as Doug describes it. It's supposed to lighten the scene, make it more funnier. But even throughout time, you know, we always wonder, growing up, you know, and any time it would come back on in something, we'd be like, how could anybody, even in fiction, animation, if you will, not know that somebody's crawling up on their back, and all of a sudden you, and all, and how could they not know there's this second pair of arms and hands just jolting out of nowhere, imitating the movement or helping them out as an extension? It's like, who did not, how could somebody not know that? Because in animation and in real life, I, you would know that. You would kind of know that something was up, something was out of the ordinary. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the, the ending scene of Paula Vu Woo's when Olive melts into a flowing puddle of butter at the end of that cartoon. It's like, how could Bluto, who's already been slammed into a TV, knocked, in, knocked unconscious into a TV, not kind of come to and see Olive just, or what's left of her face first and all that, just flowing down the floor and wondering, you know, what did you do, Popeye? It's like, that kind of stuff. It kind of sticks with, it, I mean, these are the kind of things... These are the kind of scenes as a kid that stick with you and you wonder, you know, how could, you know, what the, what the outcome could be, what the aftermath could be. You know, that or how someone could not know this or that. You know, that is, that is the biggest question. And when it comes to this scene out of Duck Pimples, that is something that's always stuck with us. Or at least stuck with me. I mean, I understood it was to make it seem funnier and all that, but it's like, how could you not know what was going on? How could you not know someone was on your back? I mean, you, I mean, you should be able to put two and two together. It's like, oh, wait a minute, the girl's gone. But then all of a sudden you see these, you feel these femme-like, femme feminine-like hands crawling around you or imitating you. And you're like, oh, I, 
And it should, you know, you you should be able to put the pieces together. That's the thing. But yeah, it's just one of those scenes that, as I mentioned, really stuck with me as a kid, and I'm sure stuck with a lot of people. And it always made us wonder, how could you not know? You know, how could you not detect that? But again. Whether you like Doug Walker or you don't, Nostalgia Kirk, if you will, he does bring up a good point. And that is the fact that it was played for laughs. It was to lighten the mood. And since the characters were shifting the focus from one thing to another, this time it was Pauline shifting her focus to help make the scene uh, seem more lighthearted, more funnier by doing what she did. So... That's all I'm going to really say on it, though, guys. Let me know what you all think down below. Comment if you like. What were your thoughts about that one scene from Duck Pimples? How did you... What were your first thoughts when you saw it? Uh, comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. And I am out. i got to get back to work and put in some PTO for the time that I'm missing. Peace. God bless.